This is On Target, a look at politics, crime, education, what's happening in Newfoundland and Labrador with the people who know. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station. And now your On Target host, Linda Swain. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Richard Duggan here with you for this afternoon. Uh, Linda is taking a little bit of a break after being on open line all morning, but I'm in with you on what is snowstorm cleanup day here in, in the very least in the eastern part of the province. Man, oh man, I tell you, the snow, the amount of snow that fell was something else. And uh, even the kids getting a second day off school today, I know that when I was going to school, I think a day like today would be like hitting the jackpot you know uh getting two days off of school for the one storm kids must be some happy uh but you know it's certainly making travel in some areas here in the east a little bit difficult and that ties in a little bit for my guest for today earlier this week the town of gander issued a release saying that they're disappointed with the town of grand falls windsor's stance on the health accord recommendation to essentially centralize obstetrical services for the region in grand falls and of course travel being a big part of that that's a very very wide area that uh, people coming into Gander for that service. Um, so the town issued a lengthy release highlighting numerous issues and reasons why service, the services should remain in place. Uh, joining me now on the line is the mayor of Gander, Percy Farwell. Good afternoon. Okay, and it looks as though uh, Mayor Farwell, uh, his connection has dropped. But again, you know, just to... Um, Reiterate now while uh, we try to get uh, Mayor Farwell back on the line. Uh, you know, this is an issue that uh, would affect a lot of people. Of course, uh, we were speaking with the mayor of New West Valley on open line yesterday uh, with Linda Swain, and you know, he was saying that for people in his area, which would be going to uh, who would be going to uh, Gander for that service you know it's a lengthy way to be or sorry a lengthy uh travel uh to get there about three hours minimum uh, and that that would be with relatively favorable conditions but now as i understand we do have mayor farwell on the line to dive into this a little <clears throat> more uh mayor farwell good afternoon good afternoon richard well, thank you very much for taking the time uh, to talk with us about this uh, very serious issue for, of course, the people in your region. Um, but uh, before we get into that, uh, I do want to just touch on uh, very quickly, uh, Gander was hit with the snowstorm, too. Uh, we're digging out here in Metro right now. Almost everything's still closed. Uh, how are things looking out your, looking out your way? Oh, things are looking fine here. I mean, it's a beautiful sunny day here. I might be in your way as well today, but uh, no, the streets are cleared up well. And uh, we had, you know, we had a fair amount of snow, but our our guys are used to dealing with a lot of snow, and uh, things are things are pretty well under control here. No, uh, no uh, stoppages or close, closures today that I'm aware of. Well, perfect, and that's good to hear. Um, now, Mayor Farwell, on to the uh, issue of obstetrics and gander. Uh, you know, just to start off, I guess for those who are maybe unfamiliar with the area, uh, describe what's in place right now and what the town and region stands to lose should these services be removed. 
Well, the, the I guess the, the central health region under the current uh, structure, of course, that's about to change now come April, <clears throat> but the, the uh, what's defined as central health region extends over, a, you know, a distance from one point, one tip to the other, probably about 400 kilometers. It's a massive piece of geography. It's the biggest, you know, uh, geography region in the province outside of, of course, Labrador. Um, so so it's, it extends, you know, from the, the Bayvert Peninsula, turn off to the Bayvert Peninsula and everything on that. Uh, right on out to, say, Terranova Park and then the community of Terranova and everything in between, uh, north and south of that, the, the Conagra Peninsula, Harbor Breton area, and, you know, the Bonavista North Loop, Fogo Island, all these places are, are part of central region. Right now there's two uh, regional referral hospitals in the region uh, providing services to the region, approximately 90,000 people uh, in, 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 that, uh, in that area, in this area. Um, so right now there's two, uh, you know, regional referral hospitals providing uh, services, one located in Grand Falls, Windsor, one located in, in Gander. Uh, and they, you know, essentially cover cover all the services for all the region. Um, both of them uh, cover all core services, uh, which currently includes obstetrics in both places. Uh, but they, you know, in, they, through some agreements that were reached many years ago, uh, for example, uh, a service like orthopedics is in one location, happens to be in Gander. Uh, urology is in one location happens to be in Grand Falls, Windsor, servicing that full 90,000 uh, people or so. In the case of obstetrics, it, was, it has always been uh, a service, a core, core service, just like, just like emergency, just like, uh, uh, you know, all the, um, the sur- uh, surgery, uh, general surgery, um, uh, pediatrics, uh, you know, a bunch of stuff that is in the acute care services available in both hospitals. The, the health accord, the health accord recommendation. It was not very specific in the case of, in, uh, generally, in the case of where certain services would and should be, and whether there should be any changes. Except in the case that they uh, recommended or proposed, as opposed to recommended, I guess, that uh, there will be only one obstetric, uh, one location for obstetric services in Central uh, Newfoundland, Labrador, in that central region, going forward, as opposed to the two we have now. Uh, we as a community feel that it is impossible to properly serve a community as large and diversely uh, populated as as this one is with one location, whether it be, and then the, the uh, proposal is that there will be uh, a decision made later as to where that site would be, whether it would be Gander or Grand Falls, Windsor. Our position in town of Gander is that one location in either of our places is not going to work. It's, not, it's no more reasonable to expect expect, uh, you know, a, a woman in Bayvert to have to drive to Gander in, in the middle of active labor in a snowstorm than it is to expect someone from New West Valley to have to drive to Grand Falls, Windsor. So, uh, but the, the recommendation or the proposal in the health accord is that there be only one. We fundamentally disagree with that. We believe that puts lives at stake. We believe it threatens the sustainability of communities, which I think is what you were quoting Mayor Tiller on from New West Valley earlier, and, and, and in addition to the, uh, the health and safety concerns. And we just think it's a bad recommendation. How they arrived at it, why they arrived at it, whose data they used when they arrived at it, doesn't really matter at this point. Uh, we just believe that it, it is, of the many good things that are in the health accord, and there's there's much uh, to be, uh, you know, uh, praised and commended in the health accord in its efforts to identify a way forward in a very challenging, uh, in a very challenging, uh, a very challenging issue. But uh, this piece is 
is wrong, and uh, we uh, oppose it. We disagree with it. We believe there should be obstetric services maintained like they always have been in the two places. There's been challenges over the last number of years in maintaining it in both places, not unlike there is right across the country. There's been challenges in uh, primarily human resource challenges. Um, what we would say to that is we, we, we acknowledge that and understand that, and as a result of those challenges, there's been diversions. Sometimes there's been diversions, uh, which is the, currently the case. The service has been diverted to one uh, center or another. Right now, the service has been, for a considerable period of time, diverted to Grand Falls, Windsor. There has been times when shortages in Grand Falls, Windsor uh, resulted in uh, diversion to the hospital in Gander as a, as a single site for periods of time until those HR challenges were resolved and then they reinstated in both places again. For whatever reason, uh, the health authority and the health accord people have decided that the solution to this problem of of, uh, HR challenges is to permanently eliminate a vital service in an area with a growing population that has great demand for the service. We just think that's the wrong criteria to use to make a decision like that, that it should be based on where a service is, should be based on where people are and how many of them there are and what sort of transportation networks are available to them and how long how long does it take them to avail of the service and, and how critical is the time getting to that service and so on. Uh, but for whatever reason, they've decided that with obstetrics, the, the standard is going to be uh, if we have difficulty staffing one site or the other, we're going to permanently, or, or staffing two in this case, uh, we're going to permanently close one and, and, and essentially abandon efforts to, re, to uh, recruit and retain the people needed to do the right thing and keep services in both places. So that's that's kind of where we are, and the proposal is, uh, and it was uh, you know offered as a suggestion in the health accord, not as a recommendation. But the the suggestion is that the, the recommendation is that there be one in in one of those two hospitals, which are referred to as one regional hospital split over two sites. And uh, so the recommendation that only one of those would have obstetrics, and the proposal was that that would be Grand Falls Windsor. There was no rationale given for why that would be, just that. That's that's what was being proposed, and and that a discussion should take place around and involving the communities around where that one site would be. And, you know, I I think that's a futile conversation because there is no right answer to that question because because having only one site for the service in all of central Newfoundland is the wrong question. So you're going to get the wrong answer. And uh, that's where we are now. And, and, uh, and you know, you're, you're, you're hearing from mayors like, uh, like Mayor Tiller out in uh, New West Valley as an example, a, a perfect case of, of, of what this would mean. And, you, and you, any, any you know, expectant mothers or, or people that, are, that have interest in, in health, uh, health service issues listening would probably understand that, like, if, if you know, you, you saw the weather you had yesterday in, in, in St. John's, for example, if you were a, an expectant mother that went into labor in St. John's yesterday, do you think it's reasonable in this day and age in this province that the nearest place you could deliver that baby would be like Port Blanford? Because that's what the health accord is suggesting is acceptable for the people of New West Valley, to, to get in a vehicle in a snowstorm and somehow get to, in the case of, you know, if you're in St. John's, the distance from St. John's to Port Blanford out in Terranova Park. 
that's about the distance you're telling mothers in in active labor in New West Valley, as an example, they would have to travel in order to get to Grand Falls, which is the near and they'd have to drive right by a hospital an hour before that that always did have obstetric services. And they would have to go that far in a snowstorm to get to a hospital where there would be an obstetrician. Makes absolutely no sense. Someone will if, die. If this is imposed, someone will die as a result of it. It's just a question of when. It's not a medic that's not a medical opinion, that's a mathematical opinion. It it really struck me. Um, we were out, my, myself and my family, we went out uh, to that area last summer uh, for just a bit of a road trip. And um, the road from the New West Valley, Lumsden area, um, it, it's deceivingly long if you're not familiar with the area. And we, um, you know, just to get from New, the New West Valley area back to the main TCH, uh, it, it's a good almost an hour drive, if memory serves me correctly. So to factor in having to go all the way out to Grand Falls, Windsor, uh, you're looking at a good few hours. It's, you know, in, in, in less than ideal conditions you're talking about, and we're talking about the extreme now, the, but, but the New West Valley has a good example of it because that's a fairly well-populated area and, and a community, by the way, that would like to be sustainable, would like to attract young families. It's hard to attract young families if you're three hours away from the nearest place you can deliver a baby. Uh, people make choices on where they live based on those sorts of access to those sorts of services. So, yeah, so, so it, is, it is a long, it's a beautiful area. It's a beautiful place to to live, but people will choose not to live in places that are that far away from services, and that's and you know that's one thing people should not you know the sustainability of the community, but first and foremost, I mean those people that are already there. They pay taxes and deserve a service just like the people of Gander do, just like the people of Grand Falls Windsor do, just like the people of of St. John's do, you know? And, and we know there can't be services available in every small community. Uh, these, the, you know, most of the, these communities all understand that too. But there's a, there's a level of reasonableness that has to be applied here. And, and you can't just say, well, you know, if you're that far away, I guess your option is to move so you can get closer to the services. That's not... That's not what made Newfoundland what it is, and that's not what will keep Newfoundland the, the 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 place it is. You know, with these beautiful rural areas, and and yes, we have service centres, and Gander happens to be one of those where a number of services are made available that that can only be you know that service a, a much larger area. But there's a mutual dependence there. You know, Gander is a prosperous community and with a, a significantly growing population. Our, our population has grown 23% in the last uh, 20 years, but we. Do depend very much so on these the surrounding communities that avail of some of these services that are only available in the, in a place like Canada, a service center like Canada. Uh Mayor, Mayor Farwell, uh, we do have to uh, we do have to go to a break right now, uh, but we will continue this conversation when we go back and uh, when we do come back from the break um, I want to talk about uh, in the release that was issued uh, by the town the other day, uh, you gave a, a lot of statistics on uh, to back up the reasoning for why uh, the obstetrical unit should be maintained in Gander. Uh, we'll touch on that coming up after this. Sure. Weekdays on VOCM, it's Open Line with your host, Patty Daly. Join the conversation each morning from 9 a.m. to noon on your VOCM. We get people talking. And welcome back to the show. Richard Duggan in with you this afternoon. We're speaking with Gander Mayor Percy Farwell about the health accord recommendation to uh, remove obstetrical services from the hospital in Gander, centralize everything in uh, Grand Falls, Windsor. And Mayor Farwell, uh, ever since this news came out and, you know, that... Uh, 
they will potentially be looking at uh, removing this service from Gander. What have you been hearing from residents and how concerned are they about uh, the service being moved? Well, we've been hearing from residents locally, obviously. We've been hearing from residents in the in our uh, surrounding communities that, that avail of services here, and everybody has concern. Uh, a lot of people have fear that this is a foregone conclusion, and we are reassuring them that, as far as we're concerned, it is not a foregone conclusion, and this discussion is going to take as long as it takes, but hopefully the right outcome will uh, will ultimately prevail. Uh, but there is there is obviously concern. We talk to a lot of people in the healthcare system who, who have have expressed grave concerns over over what it means from a from a medical perspective from a health perspective uh, there's been previous reporting uh, on uh, on some correspondence that was uh, you know sent to the the minister and and uh, I think the CEO of the new authority and maybe the CEO of central health uh, signed off by 16 physicians expressing concern over the prospect of obstetrics uh, not being in uh, not being offered out of James Pay Memorial Hospital and this, these concerns are not economic concerns about, you know, the tax base of Gander's impact. And, and personally, uh, you know, as, um, you know as, a, as the mayor of the town of Gander, when it comes to health services, we're not focused on how many doctors live here and how many how many of them pay taxes in, in homes in Gander and all that kind of stuff. That's, that's, a, a, that's nice and it's important to our community, but certainly not. We don't view health care through that lens. I mean, if, if, if there's good services being provided in that building that happens to be located in our community that supports not only our own citizens but all the citizens in the surrounding area. Uh, I don't really care if if any or all of the doctors live in our community or where they where they live. We will do what we can to provide them the best possible place to live. But it's not about that. And so doctors, when they express their concerns, it's not about uh, about you know sort of some sort of political mandate or objective. You know, it's it's about what makes sense for patients because doctors are trained to care for patients and their their top priority is is the care of those patients so when you have you know large numbers of the physicians in an area expressing concern and and to the extent of signing off on a letter that goes to people in authority that over the years there's been some reason to have some some fear of uh, expressing concern to the leadership because there has been times in the past where that has that has not gone well for the for the physicians that express concerns so you know when we, you have uh, physicians prepared to express concerns, and when you have citizens who ha- who are telling you real experiences of of the, their obstetric experiences during a diversion and how dangerous and stressful it was, and all these sorts of things, yeah, it, it's it's important from a lot on a lot of different levels, and and the lowest of those levels for me and for our council is is some sort of you know uh, view of the hospital as some as a part of our economic engine in the community if. If we're relying on, you know, government services and, and the hospital to to keep our economy, to sustain our economy, we've got bigger problems in health care. And, and we prefer to be focused on uh, things that, you know, that uh, that aren't uh, essential services, that uh, decisions should not be based on political objectives or political priorities. They should be based on the service, the best way to deliver the service to the large number of people that 
that uh, that receive it. And I'd point out that in, in this central region, I say there's about 90,000 people in it, less than 30% of those live in Gander and Grand Falls, Windsor, which is where the two hospitals are. So it's not like, you know, it's our hospitals that we're sharing with a few people that happen to be living in our, on our border, outside our borders. The vast majority of the people in central Newfoundland that use those services don't live in Gander and Grand Falls, Windsor. And that's who, you know, they need, they speak on behalf of themselves and quite capable of it, and we encourage them to do it, and we speak on behalf of ourselves and on behalf of those communities because we recognize the importance of these services to those communities. Mary Farwell, we are up against yet another break here on the program, uh, but we're going to continue this conversation now when we come back here on On Target. Join us for On Target, one hour in which Linda Swain examines topics that mean the most to you. On Target, weekday afternoons at 1 on your VOCM. And welcome back, Richard Duggan, in with you for this afternoon, speaking with Gander Mayor Percy Farwell about the health accord recommendation to potentially remove obstetrical services from the hospital in Gander. And Mayor Farwell, in the release that the town issued the other day, uh, you talk about a number of uh, facts that uh, back up why... Uh, the services should be left at the hospital in Gander. And uh, there's a couple there that I, that I wanted to touch on here. Um, in in the statement, uh, you reference uh, something that was said by the town of Grand Falls, Windsor, that says, historically and currently, birth numbers have been split 60% on the west side of the region, 40% on the east side of the region. You call that partial and misleading data. Why? Well, you know, you can take you know, given given the history of obstetric services in in central Newfoundland over the last number of years, beginning in about two thousand and eight when we had the first diversion. There's been diversions back and forth. Um, you know, of course, while while a service is on diversion, obstetric service is on diversion, that by definition means there are no babies being born in a particular location. So so if I choose data from a year when you know there was only obstetric service being delivered for three months in say the eastern part of central the central health region and all the expect all the expectant mothers from the entire region for the other 9 months were all going to one location well clearly those stats are going to be skewed towards wherever the services actually provided you know you can't have a you can't have a baby where there's no obstetric services so so those numbers don't mean anything unless you want to unless you want to get into uh, you know reviewing the postal codes of the patients to determine where they live we've done some bit of deep diving into some of those sets because there's years you will find uh, you know the majority of the births in central would have been born in gander and that doesn't mean that they all came from gander it might mean there was or from gander and area it might mean there's some some diversion to gander during that year but we've done a, a deeper dive into that and say okay if that's if that number is supposed to be reflective of some level of activity then then why is the population not growing there and it is here and 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 these sorts of things why is it that five, we've we've looked at these numbers you you go five years down the road from when when from reported birth rates in each of the two hospitals, and you compare that uh, to school enrollment rates in kindergarten five years down the road, why is it that the place where nobody, no babies were being born uh, has, a, has a rising uh, intake into the school system and it's been decreasing in the other area? Like, so, so that number is just misleading. I mean, you can find, you, you can back up almost anything with, if you're very selective about stats. You need to, you need to look at statistics and, and sometimes dig uh, dig more deeply into what they actually mean right and that particular stat 
you know, that's I mean, that there's probably a year when there was 60% of those roughly 500 births that take place in Central, that 60% of them uh, were in, in the Grand Falls. Just probably years when more than 60% were, I would suggest. I'd suspect if you looked at uh, the year 2022, uh, there wouldn't be a very big percentage at all born in Gander because there's, it's been on diversion from Gander since last spring. So, uh, you know, that number doesn't really mean anything. It's certainly not, it's certainly not reflective of, you know, this is where the demand for the service is, therefore this is where the service should be. That's, uh, that's kind of irrelevant in that sense, right? Also in the statement released by the town, uh, there is some heavy criticism leveled against central health. Um, for example, on the topic of recruitment and retention, uh, you say that uh, the situation in regards to that is not a reflection of Gander being an undesirable place to live, but a reflection of central health as an employer. Uh, can you dive into the issues that you see with central health and how that weighs into the situation? Well, what we're saying there is that, like, there, there seems to be some attempts in some places to create this narrative that somehow it's difficult to get physicians to live and stay in Gander, to recruit and retain physicians in Gander, and and you know, and 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 that's the the main reason why the the only reason that I can think of that the only reason that's been even referred to why you know you would you would suggest that obstetrics should not be there, should be somewhere else. Um, it, it's you know the, the population has been growing here steadily for the last over 20 years. And so that means people are coming here, choosing to live here, choosing to stay here. It's not certainly reflective of a type of town that is undesirable for people to live in. So, so if there's challenges in in retaining people in the community, it seem, the challenges seem to be very specific to those in the healthcare sector. And in that case, there, it's, the the challenges are very specific to one employer, being Central Health. And we know there's been a number of challenges over the years. We're we're aware of uh, 2018. I think it was there was a there was an independent study uh, uh, um, commissioned with uh, Dr. Peter Vaughn. To, to dig into uh, the, the management and governance practices and structures of central health. In the, and, and the reason that was done was because of the, the loud noise that was rising from the eastern part of the region around uh, toxic workplace at the James Payton, physicians, uh, harassment charges coming from uh, – claims of harassment coming from, uh, from uh, physicians, uh, higher, than, higher than normal turnover rate of physicians seemingly specific to one area versus the other. And – you know, and and clearly that's not reflective of physicians don't want to live in Gander. It's it's reflective of the work experience they have they have when they come to Gander. And and a lot of the issues that were uncovered when when Dr. Vaughn started turning over rocks was these issues of you know the treatment of physicians here versus in other areas that that made them less inclined to want to stay. I'm, and I've had personal conversations that I won't divulge with with the physician some some on their way out of town that said like we. We love living here, but we just can't work in this environment when we're constantly looking over our shoulder and and you know there's 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 a lot of things going on in our workplace, right? So yeah, there's there's been challenges that needs to be fixed. I think I think they're on the route to fixing it with central health. I think there are a lot of the recommendations of Dr. Vaughn's report have been implemented, are in the process of being implemented. Unfortunately, there's a mentality still there, and it's difficult to adjust mentalities, you know, you, by making structural changes or making bylaw changes and that sort of thing. 
But uh, I think that it's a slow, painful process, but it's it's starting to turn around. But that takes a lot of time, and it certainly explains uh, challenges in in uh, in recruitment and retention that seem to be greater challenges in one place than another. Well, if your experience working in one place versus another is different, then there is there is going to be variations in your willingness to stay in one place over another. And the reality is, in the case of the two hospitals in Central, both have challenges in in retaining and and uh, and in uh, recruiting and retaining physicians. And we as communities have have a big role to play in trying to make that better. You know, and we're we're trying to make communities make more welcoming communities. Try to integrate those families into our communities better. Provide services in those com- in the communities that people sometimes from other cultures uh, are, end up living here. We need them to feel at home as much as possible. That's true of any community where where you're trying to attract. Uh, attract, you know, uh, people from, from, particularly from other cultures, you know, reminds you of the the movie The Grand Seduction is a, more, a bit of a over-the-top uh, view of it, but, but it's that kind of idea that you have to create an environment that someone is going to want to stay in and, and, and uh, maybe be prepared to uh, make some adjustments in your community that recognize the diversity that, that comes with attracting uh, people from other cultures and from other countries and that sort of thing. So we have big roles to play as communities that we are constantly you know, reviewing and trying to figure out where we can do better because that's certainly a role municipalities can play in uh, in in uh, health services and making their communities more attractive and for for uh, people to come and to decide they want to make them their homes right and so uh, so that's what you but but we do have we have had challenges and and questions and these things are documented these things have been some of these issues have been raised in Dr. Vaughn's report so it's not like just you know uh, some random mayor out in central making up things uh, these are these this comes from real people talking to someone who's reviewing something and giving you know, giving real situations to them. So, and 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 to be fair, I think there has been some shift in in some of the recommendations of Dr. Vaughn's report. I think slowly but surely there's there's some improvements happening but you know the situation didn't get like that in in 12 months and it's not going to be fixed in 12 months but in the meantime while you have hr challenges in a particular in this case in a particular department in a particular location that is not grounds while you're still trying to resolve those hr problems that is not grounds to say to permanently cancel a vital core service in a growing population uh, based on historical, uh, you know, organizational behavior and recruitment practices that have brought us to a point where we have these challenges. The, the energies of the, the administrators of our health system need to be devoted to resolving those issues and, and not just conceding to the issues and saying, uh, well, we'll have, to, we'll have to get rid of the service because we can't, this month we don't have enough OBS nurses or we don't have enough whatever, whatever the flavor of the day is each each time seems to be a different reason, and and the, I, I, I trivialize that, but I mean it's true. Each time there's a there's a different reason why why something can't be maintained. You know, we we can't allow that to be 
the determining factor of whether or not a service is provided somewhere. Otherwise, if we accept it with obstetrics right now, that, okay, you know, there's no other, because nobody's giving any reason why there shouldn't be, because it doesn't make any sense. Why would you take obstetrics out of probably the fastest growing population uh, outside the Northeast Avalon? Why would you remove obstetric services from, from that type of an area, right? It doesn't make any sense. So the only rationale being used is the challenges, uh, the current challenges of, of a HR. And if we accept that as a rationale, then I fear for, uh, for example, ER services in the rural communities that that we you know we rely upon so heavily to avail of services and so on, because because that's the biggest challenge in in many parts of Newfoundland and Labrador right now is maintaining some of that frontline service in those very important and deserving rural communities. So so you know what's the next thing if obstetrics comes out again or because we have a shortage of, of uh, human resources, then at some point, the same mindset is going to result in, well, we're going to have to permanently eliminate uh, ER services in Brookfield because it's too hard to staff Brookfield. We're going to force everybody to go into Gander now for, for, um, for ER services and just create a, a total mess in that whole situation, which, which you see now when these services are on diversion. So, so far, the health authorities... Have not have, they haven't sort of applied that thinking to the ER situation? But if if the public is willing to accept that as a rationale for well, I guess why should we expect to have OBS in Gander? It's hard to get, it's hard to staff it. Then you know I fear the worst for what happens. It seems like a pretty easy go-to when you when you when you want to throw up your hands and say we've tried, we just can't get enough people to maintain ER. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna shut down ER permanently, and you're sorry, but you're all gonna have to go an extra hour and a half now to get to an ER, and and nobody wants that. I mean, and that's that's just a degradation in your health system. That is is if you're trying to reimagine a system, if you re- reimagine a system that degrades health service to so many people in such a significant way, you haven't done a very good job of reimagining it, right? And and we don't we don't want to go there. Uh, Mayor Farwell, we are up against our final break of the day, uh, but uh, we will continue this conversation now after these messages. Got plans for midnight? Bring your VOCM along with the best soundtrack for every night, anywhere. The VOCM All Night Show, midnight on your VOCM. And welcome back to the show. We're speaking with uh, Gander Mayor Percy Farwell today. Um, before we get back into things, uh, traffic advisory here for you. Uh, there's a large pothole on the Fowler's Road on-ramp to get to the Manuals Access Road eastbound in the St. John's. Uh, we're hearing that some vehicles have damaged their tires after striking it, so if you're in that area, please be careful. And as well as we're hearing of some heavy drifting in and around the Pearltown Road area, so again, if you're in that area, uh, please be careful as as you are driving around. Now, Mayor Farwell, um, earlier today we spoke with uh, Hare Bay Mayor Darlene Collins, um, and she's worrying about the future of pediatrics if obstetrics are no longer provided at uh, the hospital in Gander. What's your opinion on that? I agree 100%. Uh, The... the 
obstetrics is the thin edge of the wedge. Um, you know, and, and, and not just pediatrics. Uh, people need to think about what the loss of obstetrics means uh, to to the, the array of services that are available in that hospital because it's not just delivering babies. Your obstetrician slash gynecologist deals with women's health issues, cancer screenings, all these sorts of things, you know, for many, you know, many issues that have nothing to do with pregnancies. It's it's very much a, a vital service for, for women's health generally of all ages. So, you know, once you lose the service, you lose that, those skill sets in that hospital as well. So now you now you have no ready access to that either. And yes, pediatrics would almost certainly follow. There's no pediatric uh, pediatrician out there that's going to operate, that's going to set up full time in a in a work environment where there is no obstetrics because that's a large part of the of the scope of practice of a pediatrician. So you know, you might people might try to isolate it to it's only you know it's only the issue of where babies are being born. No, it's a lot more than that. And uh, and it means a lot more to many more people than just expectant mothers and and their and their unborn children. So uh, yes, I, I agree 100% with uh, Mayor Collins in in her concerns uh, around uh, pediatrics. And and then what next? Then well then maybe it's things like general surgery don't need to be in two places because because you you obviously need it where wherever you're going to be doing your cesarean sections and and other types of surgical procedures. So so what what next? What what is left when what you know the the the, the initial domino would be obstetrics but where does that lead and it doesn't lead anywhere good in terms of health services available to a population of you know about 50,000 people who some of whom already have to travel an hour and a half and some of them have to get on a ferry you know and then travel an hour or so after they get off the ferry to get to the service in Gander so it's not just the concern around losing the ability to have a place for people to give birth, which is a very important and critical and, and I would suggest more of an emergency service than it is sort of a, a standard service, like waiting a year and a half to get your knee replaced or something. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, not, it's a much bigger issue than just where babies get born. And, uh, and uh, Mayor Collins is, is right to uh, point that out. And I I think people in the area hearing about this issue need to keep that in mind uh, as well. You know that there's there's uh, much more to it. There's much more at risk here than just just a place for people to have babies. Albeit that alone is enough reason not to remove the service. But there's many many other were, uh, concerns that make you know a decision to to actually implement this would make that even even more lethal and even more of even more concern but I, you know I, I and i should point out that you know where we are in this process right now i mean you know there's there there the health accord completed its work and and made some recommendations uh, one of those is is the creation of a single health authority to replace the uh, four we currently have uh, the legislation in the last sitting of the house was passed to authorize uh, to you know the the uh, creation of that that single health authority. There's been a, uh, an interim CEO appointed to that, uh, Mr. Dave Diamond, and 
effective April 1st, that health authority takes over. That's when the rubber is going to start hitting the ground in terms of the finalization of some of these decisions. The decision, as many as much as some people might think, in fact, some people might like to think that the decision on uh, obstetrics is a done deal because it hasn't been in Ghana for some time. It is not a done deal. Uh, that decision will be finalized by the new health authority. And when it gets to that level, that's where you know the Department of Health and Community Services becomes a, a you know a, a more direct uh, becomes more directly involved in the finalization finalization of those decisions. At this point, you know these these various processes are being allowed to run their course, and um, so you know government has not really made these final decisions yet. But it, ultimately, anything that gets implemented has to have the blessings of government. Uh, and in fairness to government, at the moment they haven't it hasn't gotten to the point where they've had to make those final determinations. And and whether I mean obviously much of the health accord implementation or uh, recommendations will be implemented. Much of it, as far as we're concerned, is very good stuff. And there was a lot of really good work done by a lot of really good people. And uh, some of it has been implemented so far, but the majority of it will happen when we when the new authority rolls out. Uh, so we, we look forward to that. Uh, and, and, you know, some, but not necessarily all, of the recommendations or suggestions of the health accord are going to be implemented. There will be sober second thought on some of these things. And, uh, and you know, as I said, I don't know uh, where a recommendation like the one about obstetrics would have come from, you know, with the uh, from the discussions that the health accord had, how they would arrive at a conclusion uh, that that eliminating that service in Gander was something that was even feasible let alone, or sensible, let alone necessary, you know, and there's always an alternative. And it, the alternative might be a bit harder work, a bit more work, uh, but, you know, so so we certainly aren't abandoned. I would suggest people don't abandon hope on this, but to make your voices known if you have concerns about uh, about these services and not, you know, uh, and not, as I just said, not not just the, the ability to uh, give birth to you might be a middle-aged woman that has no you know as you're through with your having babies well you're not through with dealing with a gynecologist so you should you should be very concerned about losing access to that service um but you know the more the more people that express their you know you don't need people ranting and roaring but you need people people pointing out what impact this has on real people and like the example i used earlier in our discussion you know on the on the on the birthing situation how comfortable if you're sitting in a home now in 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 st john's and you know how comfortable would you be if your your wife or daughter or girlfriend or whoever uh, went into labor and you know yesterday and had to drive to Terranova Park to get to deliver the baby because that's the nearest place you could deliver it and these are the sorts of things that can result if the wrong decision is ultimately implemented right now I think we have a bad recommendation in that case it's a very bad recommendation and we just have to hope that uh, you know on sober second thought someone uh, considers some better um, better metrics than simply you know how difficult it is to keep a doctor in 2022 in a location as a reason for where that service should be and um, so people need to continue to point out how they would be impacted and and uh, if if that were to be implemented because 
it doesn't uh, it really doesn't make any sense and and worse than not making sense it creates unnecessary um, health risk to a lot of people and we you know we can't have a Cadillac system we can't have services available in every community but we've got to have one that's reasonable and it treats that treats a woman in Bayvert or Twillingate or Lassie or New West Valley or Glovertown as fairly as possible and and you know and gives that that woman uh, services you know access to services as close as possible to what's available to someone who happens to live closer to a hospital like in Gander or Grand Falls or St. John's or Cornerbrook and we have to have a system that that is optimal it's not going to be it's not going to be perfect but it has to optimize what we can with the resources we have with the challenges we have we know that there's not a, a tree out there with a bunch of physicians on it that we can just pick off and you know as long as we can afford them we can put them there we know there's all these challenges and we know it's not easy but we can't resign ourselves to degrading service based on the challenge of finding a doctor we have to find interim solutions while we're working on permanent ones right and that's what we encourage everybody in the system to do Mayor Farwell, uh, we're going to have to leave it there. We're right up on the clock now for news time, but uh, thank you so much for taking the time out today to speak on the program to what is undoubtedly uh, an issue that people in central Newfoundland are watching very closely. Uh, my pleasure, Richard, anytime. So again, that was uh, Gander Mayor Percy Farwell. That's all the time we have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning into the program. I'll be back again tomorrow for another edition of On Target. Have a great day, everyone.